1: This is a headgum podcast.
0: Welcome to a few things where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Maser. And I'm Erica
1: Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Avakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at avakind.com. Do
0: it. Um... We are here with a very special guest. We are so excited to have her on. Um, we have known Rochelle for such a long time now. Since
1: pre Avakai, when we came up with the
0: idea. That's, oh my gosh, it yeah. does go really so far crazy. back. Yeah. Um, we were
2: babies. We, babies. we, we were. Yes. All of us,
0: Truly. And now some of us have babies. Yes. <laughs> that being you, one yeah. of us has. Some babies. of us being you. Yeah. <laughs> They're are, there are
2: almost six. One's almost six now. I feel oh like. Isn't that God. mind-blowing? That is that mind blowing thats nuts. It's I can't believe we've like, known each other that
0: long. I, I know. It feels like yesterday. Rochelle Huska mcpherson um, is the co-founder and CEO of Guest of a Guest, a site that covers events, people, and places. And just last year, she launched Lingua Franca, a line of hand-embroidered cashmere sweaters that you have probably seen on some pretty fancy, cool people, and hopefully soon on yourself, um, because... We, oh, yeah. They're up on avakind.com. They're up on avakind.com. Hopefully, you will snag yourself one, or have already snagged one, um, and they... I, They say professional enthusiast
2: on them. They're really beautiful. And Um, they're hands-on. Hands-on. so amazing. So,
0: yeah, Rochelle, you're going to obviously do a better job than I will. Tell us about Lingua Franca and what the product is and the idea behind it.
2: Um, Well, it was not fully thought out so i (laughs) i remember the first time you emailed us and you're like i started doing this like hobby do you want one send me a sweater and i'll stitch it for you so that's how it started basically i am a crazy chronic anxiety sufferer feel you (laughs) um, you know i've tried all different kinds of therapies Mm -hmm. and from everything you can think of um and my therapist said, you know, you're going through a really hard moment right now with your business mm-hmm. and maybe you should try doing something off of a computer using your hands. And so I was just like, oh my God, I'm not what I'm creative. I feel like I'm creatively totally like wasted by the end of the week. What am mm-hmm. I supposed to do? Um, and I was in Montauk. It was like February mm-hmm. and my kids are old enough. They were playing on the, their own. I picked up a um, a needle and, I, and an old cashmere sweater that was lying around and I wrote booyah across it my grandmother taught me how to um, I was gonna say how yeah. did you know how to do that when she taught us all when we were little girls how to embroider amazing. but mine is like not good at all it's yeah. totally a stitch I made up like it has <laughs> no people we had to teach the embroiderers the stitch yeah. because it's totally not a oh, real funny it's so, not a traditional so, still, like embroidery so stitch. Yes. the stitch yeah. that's on all the sweaters now is still one that you yes. like your haphazard yes stitch totally amazing. so funny and mine is much worse than most of the ones that <laughs> Like I can always tell the original ones I did. So I think if you, who did I do? You did you mine. Did. Yeah. yeah. So, so did you, mine. I think I've only done like 50 at the beginning. So oh I feel like God. you should hold on to that. I yeah. should You <laughs> better. My God, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Um, so I put it on Instagram. It was like a really funny moment. I was just like, huh, like that was super fun. Um, And a lot of friends asked me to do theirs. And on the drive home that evening with my husband who, he, now he owns so hotels, but he got his start in the 80s opening hip-hop clubs in Los Angeles. Wow. I didn't know that about yeah. him. Yeah, and so... um He's a huge, uh, like hardcore hip hop fan. Huh. So, on the ride home, I was like, you know, what would be really funny to put on sweaters? Mm-hmm. And we were just thinking of these hip hop phrases that mm-hmm. everyone knows and uses, yeah. That, yeah, that are just like cultural touchstones. Totally, at this point. Yeah. and also just would look really funny hand stitched with embroidery because you just In, like your cursive script. <laughs> yes, and, yeah, totally. totally. It, it you think more like granny hetsy, totally. yeah, um. And my friend Leslie Bloom, you know, contacted me and said, "I really want to write about this for T Magazine." And mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, I'm not doing anything with it, yeah. but totally, it's a hobby." And for that interview, they asked me, you know, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, you know, hip hop's like the lingua franca of our times. Mm-hmm. So you know, everyone knows, this, yeah. which means common language." Right. And I still didn't have a name. I wasn't thinking of doing a company, um, but I was kind of like, "That's a." Okay good name for a yeah. company yeah it, yeah. Is. Yeah. it really and is it totally especially kind this of, company yes it yeah. totally touched on what we were doing and also just this you could do a lot with it mm-hmm. I feel like um this idea that there's a common language that binds all humans together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is a, a message right now of hope and mm-hmm. something that just really was resonating um with the culture so I tra- no one had trademarked it. It had been trademarked once in the 80s by like a magazine. Okay. So I trademarked the name, which was super exciting, and I was off running. That is really impressive that you were able to trademark that. I knew like, like that no one else had. I know. It's um, incredible.
1: So how did you decide, okay, I actually want to turn this into a business, not just this thing I'm doing for my I don't think I ever decided okay.
2: until... Like, I just wanted to do it for friends because mm-hmm. I thought it was really fun and I needed a project. I needed an outlet. Yeah. So I sent it out to, like, 50 people thinking, like, five would get back to me. All, like, almost all 50 did. And I had a stack of sweaters oh my in my office. And then I just was like, oh, my gosh, I need help. Yeah. So I found a girl on Craigslist who now is running Kate. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Running basically everything. in his wow.
0: basically. And you like found
2: her on Craigslist. Craigslist. So she shows up at the guest of the guest offices. And I said, hey, I got in over my head. Um. Check out this pile of sweaters over here. I need <laughs> you to help me embroider them. And what, what did the ad um, you put out on Craigslist look like? oh my god that would be so funny to find I have no idea I was just like probably need help in bordering or whatever okay yeah and Kate is like a secret genius okay um and I had no idea right so I'm You're like lucky. This, I think we both went into it thinking oh my god is this person gonna kill me right like a weirdo <laughs> yeah um so this went on for a really long time and then this is really this is how the business started this is so funny so I started making them people were wearing them around town yeah um, you know how in Instagram there's like a DM, but yeah. if you don't follow the person, it goes to like a different folder. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I did not know that at the time. Like I didn't know that folder existed. Yeah, totally. And so I started doing Lingua Franca and I got an Instagram. I have like a hundred followers mm-hmm. and then people start, you know, DMing me, but I'm not getting them because I didn't know right. about the folder. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> Which is so embarrassing yeah. because I literally run a website. No,
1: <laughs> but I also- there's so many features, features like and you're
2: that. supposed to just know do and that's not that weird. Yeah. i do feel that way i feel so yeah. old i'm like I mean, yeah. oh my gosh i can't believe like at one point i felt like i was like a digital maven and now <laughs> <Yeah>. i'm like <laughs> no i feel like that all to do the this. time all okay. the time yeah thank god yeah. So, so
1: i mean snapchat was invented to make me feel yeah. like people i feel still like this. don't get yeah. snapchat
2: yeah. So, so hard i'm so happy so i that you guys feel that that's not weird so i everyone else i said they were like yeah of course that folder. Oh, no, I think like that and was I'm a like, new thing. And now, yeah, now I know, but I didn't so know before. Six months after I'd been doing this, mm-hmm. go by and I find this folder. And I'm in Malibu, it's the 4th of July last summer, like a year ago. And it was everyone from Barney's to Netta Porte oh to that had said, We've seen these sweaters. Because a lot of my friends are in the fashion business and yeah. yeah. had Instagrammed them. Yeah. We really want to place an order. And I was just kind of like, I like went to my husband, started freaking out, jumping I'm upside sure. down, like. Oh! <laughs> but also, why are
0: people just reaching out in their Instagram DMs? I know. Like, like, if they saw your friends wearing them, why wouldn't they just ask
2: for an email address? I don't you know. I'm frustrated I think it's with so people. Cool. Yeah, it is yeah. so cool. But I also, yeah. at that point, I don't think I had my name associated okay. with it. Okay. Okay. And okay. there hadn't been press yet. I okay. think the article came out, like, and then I got all of these and then I figured it out. But I see. I kind of feel like it's such a so great story. So you were like an anonymous. Like it yeah, it, it is yeah. a great
1: story. You were like this anonymous person. They're like, we need to know. Totally. Like, tell us how we
2: can get these. That's totally. amazing. Totally. And so I got on The phone with Sarah Rutzen, who was the head buyer at Nada Portain, this really fantastically chic, you know, British woman, and um, she said, "You know, we want to place a giant order for fall." And I'm thinking, "Okay, great." Mm -hmm. Like I don't say anything, but I've never produced cashmere in my life, right? And um, I said, well, like, how many would you guys want to order? And what time of year was it at this point? This was in July. Oh, my gosh. This is a late <laughs> order for them. They're like, we got to get this totally. in Yeah. They're okay. like, we want it by September. And I'm like, I can totally do that. Two good, two good months. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> she's like, we're thinking around, like, 2,000. <gasps> and I was like, okay. I was like, you know, let me get back to you. But we're going to make this happen. <laughs> okay. I can make it happen. Um, and Mind you, at the time, it's just Kate and I.
1: <laughs> and your hand doing these things. So
2: I called All from sweaters people was, have sent in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I said, Do you want. And we also had been doing a lot of them on um, vintage Pringle sweaters yeah, yeah. and some Ralph Lauren. it's funny because I got this notice from Ralph Lauren that they said, you know, you need to stop doing this on our sweaters. <laughs> and I was so excited. I was like, oh, my they God, noticed. they know who I am.
1: <laughs> yes. I like, yeah.
2: That's amazing. Yeah, so we can never funny. do it again on their yeah. sweaters. But that's so funny. So um, <laughs> it's really funny. I got off the phone with her and I called up Kate and I said, the good news is we have a, you know, an interested buyer yeah. of our cashmere. The bad news is like, we have never produced cashmere. And <laughs> she said, well, how many? I think she was thinking a couple hundred. And yeah. when I told her, she was like, oh my God, oh my God, we can't do this. I was like, we're <laughs> going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to take care of finding out, figuring out, you know, how to make cashmere and okay. you are going to find me people to order them and we're going to do it. Yeah, and we did. That's incredible. And I happened to be in LA and I got in touch with a friend there that does a cashmere company. Um, um he helped source we did three colors and that was the fall they sold out in a week that's holy incredible. Wow. And i was so excited and the women were all sourced through craigslist um the women who were all your right yeah. and they all came to the jane hotel to oh pick them gosh. up where our offices are and they went through training and then um they can take them home, work for you know. We that's have that's really incredible. Group because, because of women they is, can watch know, their kids, totally. Or do, you know, yeah. just have that flexibility. Telling, and don't have to yeah, it's it's been amazing. I've had such. I feel like my life has been changed mm-hmm. so dramatically. I feel every day I walk in and I see women who we have a circle of. One woman who's caring for her elderly mom who's also stitching for us. Wow. And it's just life-changing. And at that point, we hadn't gotten political. Mm -hmm. But the election happened, and most of these women, a lot of them, Mm -hmm. um, were immigrants Mm -hmm. or in some way threatened by the new administration. And it was just this place and time where the day after the election, I went into the office, and it was so heavy. I'm sure it was heavy ever- in yeah. a lot no, of offices. No, but I think even yeah. just following
1: you on social media, I could like witness like the feelings that you were experiencing being surrounded by all of these women.
2: I felt like it was front and center, whereas yeah. before I was politically um, charged, it wasn't yeah. so real. Like These were people that I knew a lot about their mm-hmm. lives. Um, and so it just became this thing where we started stitching I Miss Barack when the travel ban went up. And it felt so good that I think it was healing for these women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they were to be able you know, to say something. Mm-hmm. And it like put it takes two the world. hours to do a sweater yeah. to stitch it. And you know, if you're, we had a couple um, immigrants who originate originally were from Iran, and mm-hmm. the, you know, some of their family still lives there, and they didn't know if they'd ever see them again. Yeah. And to have this healing thing to mm-hmm. stitch was really profound. And then, of course, we built in a charity component, and so it was kind of full circle. You buy a sweater, you employ this woman. Mm-hmm. That is. You know, so grateful for a chance to work, yeah. and we gave fifty um, percent of every purchase to charity of choice, yeah, and which made the sweater basically the same as the wholesale price. Yeah, so it felt like you know this would just be like selling to a store for me, yeah. yeah. Um, and to date, we've given fifty thousand dollars this year, and that I'm is really incredible. About that it. Is and I met so many incredible people along yeah. the way. So I feel like I wanted to you ask know, you about
0: the price and how you decided how to. Price them, um, yeah. Because yeah. this whole you world have, is so new to you too. Yeah. You do have all this built in, and I'm sure when Porte came to you and said we want to buy stuff, they were interested in what the price was at that point, right? Well, I've learned a lot. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. And I've
2: made like so many mistakes. It's yeah. laughable, but I think because I'm just having so much fun, the mistakes don't seem as heavy. Like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's kind of just like yeah. okay. Yeah. Um. And knock on wood, we've been mm-hmm. able to support the company, but um, you know, it was hard. I think a lot of people want. Us to do a lower price product, mm-hmm. um, and I totally get it. Yeah, I I also want this to be something that for for two reasons we do it on cashmere. Well, mm-hmm. three actually. One, I think it's just kind of funny the juxtaposition of these hand stitched yeah. cashmere embroidery on cashmere. You don't see that, right? Yeah. Um, another reason, my mother in law is like my muse, mm-hmm. and she used to surf in cashmere sweaters, so cool. Before the wet she's suits. the so coolest. She, she's huh? the coolest. Yeah, so amazing. Yeah. Um, so cashmere has been in my life. She's yeah. a McPherson from Scotland. Is that something so. <laughs> that people did? They surfed in cashmere or yes. she surfed in cashmere? No, this all, was like the original wetsuit. Yes. Amazing. Because it dried and it kept you warm. And that is such friend, a cool story. O'Neill, actually the founder of the wetsuit, um, was her friend. Wow. And they used to go to the flea markets in California and pick up cashmeres. Amazing. Um, so that was a reason. But... We also need the price point to be higher because mm-hmm. it needs to be able to support what we're spending on the embroidery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way fashion works... And to mostly... be able to pay these women a fair wage, exactly. right? Exactly. So yeah. if yeah. you would do it on a shirt, um, sometimes the woman, if it's a phrase that's mm-hmm. long, we pay $50 if mm-hmm. it takes... I think it's 25 an hour. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the T-shirt would cost $10 to make, right. but it would cost $50 to embroider, which right. means... You're looking at a $60 before even wholesale, which means right, wholesale right, right. is usually double that, Right. which right. means and then they the retail is 2.4 times that, right. which means your T-shirt is going to be $350. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We can't sell a T-shirt like I don't yeah. I'm, I am don't want to be a schmuck here. It's like no, right, this so it make sense yeah, to do something. Exactly. That is, so we need yeah. something that had can, um, the margin a price makes sense. point yeah. where. Yeah. The actual material was this either the same or even more expensive than the embroidery, mm-hmm. so we could get away with the charging. But also, on top of that, I hate throwaway fashion. So, mm-hmm. of course, I shop at Zara, but yeah. it kind of kills me because mm-hmm. I know that it's ruining our environment. Mm-hmm. I think it's a giant problem mm-hmm. in the world. You yeah. know, I think the fashion industry is, outside of the coal and gas industry, is the second most um, – pollu- is responsible for polluting the world. Yeah. The second yeah. most yeah. industry. Yeah. And so – I wanted these pieces to be something that people thought a lot about before yeah, they bought. Yeah, and yeah. they treasured. Yeah. And they passed down. Yeah. And I think that there is something where when you're spending a little bit more, mm-hmm. you get a piece, you cherish it, it feels special. Mm-hmm. On top of that, it's all hand done. So mm-hmm. I feel like... Um, it would kind of devalue the work put into it and the concept behind it to yeah. do a lower price. Yeah. It
1: becomes like an an, an heirloom, like yeah. right out of the gate. If, and if it is I what guess it is. the
2: fifth thing I didn't even yeah. think about this until now, but um, I wanted to position the line as a high fashion line. So, mm-hmm. as did Net-a-Porter. So, to show it next to Gucci and Prada is mm-hmm. amazing to me. Yeah. because I think um, there hasn't been a company that's been done like this right. that yeah. has been positioned mm-hmm. like that. It's mostly mm-hmm. like Etsy brands or right. that's what you think of. Mm-hmm. And so um, in, a, in order to do that, we had to kind of come up with a premium product right. that mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. could yeah.
2: afford that, I guess. Well, and also by pricing it how you
0: do, you're able to sustain that charity element, right? Totally.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we are going to move. We partnered with uh, Stateside, which is a company mm-hmm. – that my friend Moise founded he's also coincidentally was the founder of Splendid everyone probably knows this song of course he sold Splendid Um, he started stateside and I do want to make it more affordable Mm -hmm. and so the way we're getting around that is we're doing um, one of a kind sweatshirts with them Mm. that they make just for us for charities and 100% of it goes back to the organization so basically you pay the cost Mm -hmm. and everything else goes to charities so we're working right now um we're doing one for the Whitney. We're doing one for Women One, which is a, a charity that does education for women, mm-hmm. started by Dale Hayden. And we actually are doing some for Bono's organization, which Whoa. I'm so excited about. Wow! We just, so, yeah, we'll continue doing those for yeah. charity. That's awesome. I How
1: guess. do you decide what phrases make sense? Like, what is a right phrase for a lingua franca sweater?
2: Well, actually, I need some help with okay. something. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm actually glad you asked that. Okay. So... It's really – and I'm not going to name names. It's mm-hmm. really kind of like – I always – I kind of like don't I, – I think a lot of it has to be like subtlety. Like you yeah. don't want to yeah. like give people like too much, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've had a lot of like problems because this is the most fun part of it for mm-hmm. me. But it's also kind of nerve-wracking because a lot of the brands and stores want something that I'm just like – it's cringeworthy Grinchy. for yeah. me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So a lot it's of it too, like, is on based on lyrics. Yeah. We have a list now. Um, things that I say – You know, don't believe the hype, down Mm -hmm. by law. Original Gangsta was great for Janet. Um, (laughs) The resistance ones, you know, we've done a lot of things. For different things that have happened, you yeah. know, we yeah. did Kofefe for a, a day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> you can be so reactive when things are It's so reactive, it's been a real, yeah. I feel like, um, a way to access the zeitgeist, yeah. which yeah. is what Guest of a Yes actually was. And it's what I personally love. I yeah. love yeah. culture. Yeah. yeah. There's a brand out there, a couple of brands that want us to do holiday ones. I'm just mm. like, oh my God. So wow. we started with the lyrical piece. And I always looked to Biggie and, you know, we did, it was all a dream, was a big hit. Yeah. Um, you know don't believe the hype i think i said but don't sweat the technique things mm-hmm. like that that yeah are just, totally you know you can just yeah. imagine this like upper east side woman wearing it right just yeah. like <laughs> okay so everyone's in on the joke i think maybe um, you need to look to mariah carey's christmas album yeah for inspiration. i right? totally was playing it yesterday yeah, okay. but it's good. weird because like a lot of the lyrics are actually so literal and yeah, I'm yeah just no true. totally so yeah is there any holiday one that is going to be og enough for lingua franca and i'm having a lot of trouble that so is, you guys can yeah. think about it, and this is a good one. Can, yeah. yeah, yeah. People, yeah, can people, write. email
1: your ideas into a few things at ofakind.com, and we'll we'll pass them on. This is a good challenge. It's a very good it's challenge. So hard. Yeah, and like this is come. This is playing on November thirteenth, so it won't be like so crazy to be listening to Christmas music. <laughs> it's an excuse. I will Just tell like a you, it's excuse. a major
2: retailer. Okay, okay, and um, I I'm very close to not doing it because I think. You know it's a very thin line and mm-hmm. I feel like part of making a good brand is kind of knowing what you stand for and what yeah, you don't. Totally. And I'm just never going to make a sweater that says ho ho ho. You no, know what I mean? No. <laughs> it's not your thing. Yeah. It's not, not our, our vibe. Thing. And yeah. so um we need to get I got I've been listening to Christmas music the last few days and Interesting. so Interesting. It's it's been it's hard yeah it's almost like you need to come
0: up with something that's like a little bit
2: of a play on
0: like your own play on these things like totally. um, yeah do you know Emily McDowell that she makes um she makes the funniest greeting cards she also has you'd be really cards. into her yeah she has really yeah, funny I love christmas empathy, cards yeah, yeah
2: so I she feel like would be you, a that's good why I'm so happy with. sitting here now. <laughs> I have this task, and yeah, it's very hard. Yeah, she would be it's a good, really good source of inspiration. So, so we have a stuff. list, and I should have brought mm-hmm. it, and I'm sorry I didn't because, I? I, you know, it's really funny, but um, that we give to people to suggest, but then anyone can kind of give us suggestions and mm-hmm. They all go by me, yeah. That's good, yeah. It's fun, it's It's like fun to vet, yeah. But I'm so great because I can make Kate say no, so I don't have to be the bad (laughs) guy. That's great, perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's very important. You have someone who can say thanks for playing, but um, you know,
2: you really have made it when you have someone to do your dirty work Oh my god, 100%.
1: 100%. Um, related to that, mm-hmm. what was it like starting your second business versus your first? Like yes,
2: so much better, so much better. Good.
1: This is great to know. <laughs> so much yeah. better.
2: What was what oh was easier? Oh my gosh, it's a completely different everything. I, I mean, feel even like... I think what you were saying
1: about just being like, "No, Kate, we're going to do this. We're going to yes. figure out how to make two thousand sweaters" is something that having had your own business before, you're just equipped to do. You're like, I know I can figure this out totally. because I've solved ta- harder problems than this.
2: Exactly. I think a lot of it also has to do with experience. Just. Uh, with myself like I just trust myself now Mm -hmm. yeah you know it's like I had two kids like I I can do anything yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) like I went through this crazy period of postpartum anxiety like yeah this stress like we had one day where we had like I think we were missing like 500 sweaters oh my gosh it was such a nightmare and I was just like you know what it's not that big a deal you know like yeah There's so many other problems. I think when I started my first company, I was very inexperienced and also young. And you just think everything is is such a huge problem. Yeah, I was just thinking about that today. Somebody
0: one of our employees slacked us on the way over here about something that had happened in Instagram that like she thought we might want to be aware of and I thought to myself five years ago I would have had a meltdown about this oh, thing and it would have taken exactly. up the whole day and now I just can't even.
2: I, just I can't even. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It, it is fine. what it is. That's going to be your sweater. Yeah. That's yeah. What you can't I can't even. even. Yeah. I
0: just, it, is, it, it is and I was so grateful for that to just be like oh I have the perspective. I mean I still freak out about dumb things all the time but just fewer dumb yeah. things. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Totally. You have to freak, have freak out moments. Well but... I also think something listening to you that's really inspiring is that that sort of perspective is built into your business model right like the things that you're Mm -hmm. the women that you're working with and the sort of um things that you're trying to accomplish with your business really throw into sharp perspective if you're trying to affect change on sort of a global scale through what you're doing having lost 500 sweaters feels like a Mm -hmm. big deal but not the end of the world but like some of the things that you are um railing against in your messaging are actually the end of the world (laughs) Totally. And I
2: feel like I'm learning so much Mm -hmm. about this is going to sound so weird and trite, but like about life Mm -hmm, Um, and just this thing where when your heart is really in what you want to do. I mean, everyone says that to you Mm -hmm. when you graduate college Mm -hmm. or whatever, you're going to find what you want to do and you're going to whatever. I feel like I kind of for the first time have felt that way yeah. you know of course I felt that way with Guest Vs, but I was 22 when I started yeah, and yeah everything
1: was exciting yeah yeah, you know? yeah yeah yeah
2: and now and it like,
1: could have been the right business for you then yeah, in exactly. a different way yeah
2: right now I really feel like my heart is just so into this like I jump to work and that's I'm awesome. so excited to walk in the doors and that's such a feeling that um I I wish for everyone yeah. and I feel like once you have that the pieces line up and all of these things that we're talking about None of that. none of them were planned. Like I can't even believe, like, could you guys imagine me ten years ago saying, I'm gonna start a line where I hand like right Even that when I so sit crazy. down at dinner parties and people are even like, just What just do, do you it do? It it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I said totally I can remember when fun. you emailed and said send me your sweaters and then all of a sudden it was just everywhere. It was really funny because um when I first started doing it, I went home to Nebraska where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my parents are always my family kind of they know me I'm mm-hmm. like quirky and and a weirdo I always have been <laughs> and I said you know I've been doing this thing for my anxiety I think it's really working uh-huh. to my father and he said well what are you doing I said i am been bordering like fun yeah. things I said take off your shirt I'll do one while we're all sitting here and so I was I did bad to the bone and and I everyone said okay do mine do mine so I did all of the family's shirts that that Easter and I was like you know this I can feel that this is going to be something. I said that. Yeah. And they were all like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. I think <laughs> she's a nut. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of joking, but yeah. kind of yeah. not because I think my heart was like beating faster. Like, it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, and if you're sitting in a room and everybody's like, do mine, do mine, like that's also just a special feeling that yeah, all of these people are totally. connecting with it in a meaningful way.
2: Right. And every every tag we have, um, they're really high quality tags because mm-hmm. that's the other thing I wanted to make sure. You know, with the packaging and everything, it, mm-hmm. it felt very high fashion. Um, so they're very, and I'm learning about cardstock and all of this stuff. <laughs> right? Totally. Yeah. I love having the tangible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of yeah. It because yeah. I didn't have that with Guest of a Guest at all. And just like having the ability the to you feel can everything yeah. is mm-hmm. amazing. So the tags are really great. You know, thick and I beautiful. actually noticed that when we got the, so one of the samples in recently. I was like, this is a really nice, <laughs> a really bag. expensive. Like, whenever I gift <laughs> sweaters, yeah. I'm like, can I have that <laughs> That was like $2. <laughs> um, but I think you can feel it, you yeah. know. And, and, but on top of it, it's there's a little tag that says hand stitched in NYC by. And then every woman, mm. you know, I noticed that too. And I thought that was in their awesome. name. I loved that. And I, because I think there needs to be that connection mm-hmm. to the woman, but I also feel like, because it is almost like an art piece Mm -hmm. um but you know also kind of irreverent and not taking us too Mm -hmm. seriously so that's like a fun we're trying to add in those fun little flavors wherever we can um in the packaging and it's been it's been so much fun so what okay so you've got the travel
0: sets coming up or they're up they're up and what else you guys working on it that you can share Um, well, (laughs) like nothing, it's all top secret.
2: (laughs) No, we are in the midst of a, of a major, so lingua franca, we started as this embroidery company, Mm -hmm. but, um, I want it to be a brand Mm -hmm. where this idea of a common language, which to me means, um, you know, we spoke a little bit about not having fast fashion, Mm -hmm. um, products that in some way are changing how we look at things in the Mm -hmm, world. mm -hmm. So I think, you know, the cashmere sweater, we source them through a company called Nadam. So Mm -hmm. it's all ethically sourced from even the transportation of the yarn is used in ships that are fuel efficient with sunroofs. You know, so we've been really thoughtful. I mean, we're on our third, this this is our third and hopefully last manufacturer, but it took a while to find someone that we were. And that's another reason the price point is a little higher. Um, But I want to make products that change how we think about something that we're using Mm -hmm. um and so the next product we'll be doing will be amenities for hotels Love that! And we'll be moving into retail after that. That's so exciting. It's very exciting. It's been a very long process, but um, right now, I'm sure you and guys know. And also not that long. You, yeah. it's, you started doing this yesterday, basically. Well, the product idea I've had for yeah. six years, because okay. I okay. went to this very fancy hotel in Paris, uh-huh. and I got the Hermes, uh-huh. you know, shampoo, conditioner, soap, and I was so excited and my husband said, well, you know, it's not real, you know? Yeah. And I said, what? What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? And, um, it's a very common thing that I think most women know that you don't use conditioner, right. Or any of it. Um, so yeah, most, most all hotels buy, you know, from a manufacturing company that has licensed a mm-hmm. brand name. Yeah, it's right not up. the actual brand. Right. Yeah. Um, to get the cost down. And right. they have no FDA regulation, so they use a lot of chemicals to mm-hmm. keep the shelf lives up. Mm-hmm. The way they package them is really bad for the environment and it gets thrown away. And so all that stuff seeps into ah. the environment. Mm-hmm. And so Lingua Franca is getting our like we're digging our teeth in and we are. Wow. Um, very I had never excited. thought about hotel yeah. amenities even that much. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really so excited awesome, about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a very hard undertaking. Um yeah. It was supposed to be in the Test Hotel. It was supposed to be this November, and I think we'll be lucky if we get it by February. But yeah. it's a that huge... That feels like a normal
1: amount of delay for yeah. something like this. <laughs> totally. Yeah.
2: It's so much fun. Um, and it's fun because we have all these viewpoints now. I feel like mm-hmm. our office is this cacophony of just different worlds. Yeah. So we have an FIT and a Parsons student there who I'm always having sample you know, fragrances, but then we also have a woman who's, you know, 60 living in Queens taking care of her elderly mom Mm -hmm, who's mm -hmm. in regularly. And so it's really fun to have different personalities that you can use as testing. Yeah, It's it's
0: just great to have all those different perspectives and and you can really focus group it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And after that, I don't know, I feel like, um, you know, the sky's the limit, but I do think I've learned this lesson that no matter what I end up doing with the brand Mm -hmm. I have to be 112% excited about it, which I am, and psyched about it. Um, And I don't just want to throw – I don't want to make crap. I don't want to make things that just continue to add to stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like – It's a bummer to have to watch. Yeah, Yeah. totally. And I also feel like if everyone kind of evaluated their lives and were like, where can I affect the most change, Mm -hmm. the world would be a really great place. And so I'm trying to do the same, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so we'll see. It could be a giant disaster. I don't think it will but be. But I'm, I'm stitching more now than I have because I'm a little bit stressed out. It. It's funny. But which is good because it also means you're productive. Yes, it's exactly. It's like it all comes back together. Mine take like yeah. three days to do one. <laughs> but it's still, you know, that's one more. Yeah, yeah we have Catherine more. and we have two full-time embroiderers in the office every day. And um, Anai and Catherine, and it's so funny because they, they can literally do one now, I think, in, like, a half hour. Wow. And I'm just like, how, how are you so good at this? <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so it's a lot of fun. You guys have to come by. I, I know. We will. I'm we really wanting will. to see it,
0: hearing all about it. I'm
2: like, what is this magical Yeah, we factory. really should. Like, my, yeah. my bookkeepers were in the other day, and they were like, because they've been with me forever, they're like, yeah. what the
0: hell <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> they're like,
2: what is this? I'm and are like, you still running Guest of a Guest out of it? I am. Um, wow. I know. You are doing everything. I, I know. Guest to be guest is we have to kind of figure out the next stage yeah. for guest to be guest, but um, it's going great. The team is amazing, and they are, I'm minimally of in involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a gr- I have such a good team who is awesome. part owners like the of the show. site, yeah. and yeah. so I think when you get people involved and that you really like, um, it's nice. They're partners. They're, yeah. they don't feel like employees. That's they feel awesome. like my partners. So, I think our and I I want to ask you guys this, yeah. but I think our generation at least when I was in my 20s and starting a business, yeah. it was really this thing where we were kind of forced, not forced, but, you know, you you were supposed to do a Series A and a Series mm, B. 100%. A hundred percent, yeah. And I think um, when we go back to, like, you know, what I enjoy about the second business and, and why it's easier mm-hmm. – I have none of that. Like, I'm I've just been, kind of, you yeah. know, why do I don't feel the pressure
1: to fundraise. You don't feel the pressure to build this business. anyone what I mean, else wants you to build? I think the time that we make
2: yeah. businesses, that was the trend. And yeah. I think it's a bad trend. Oh, it's, it's, it's a terrible totally trend. True. Well, it, listening
0: to you that I was super conscious of that, that they... That you weren't taking that approach that still obviously exists, as, and especially depending on what type of a business that you're building. But we always talk about how for us it was this funny thing where we started what we just thought of as like a retail business, basically a fashion business. Right. But because it was online, we got grouped in with all of these tech businesses that were subject to those expectations that you describe around mm-hmm. like a Series A and all and, and venture capital. And, and then all we got stuff. like
1: suckered into believing that these expectations were something we should be holding ourselves to, totally. even though they weren't expectations we put on ourselves totally. or asked for in any way.
0: Well, and not to fall down this rabbit hole too no, let's fall uh, down i love deep. it <laughs> but we were so into believing that it was necessary but the flip side of that is that there wasn't and still really isn't yeah a funding mechanism for small to medium-sized businesses that it's really that all that reliable so it's right. like if you wanted money you were going to venture capitalists or you're going to angel investors who wanted because banks, weren't, venture banks weren't lending right, right. Yeah, yeah it was what right, else right are you it doing? was still so close yeah. to the to 2008
2: and I don't think, but I also I don't, don't think really that environment's gotten business better. Yeah. Coming, no, I don't have, think that's come gotten back. better. Yeah. Um, I, I think all of it's right, but I I, yeah. I, agree with everything. And I think there's so many different ways to start a business. Yeah. Um, but my only advice would just be, and, and I give this advice to, and I shouldn't be giving any advice because I still <laughs> have no idea what I'm doing, but like you know, to any something. pregnant women who yeah. I've had two kids and I love my children and any advice I say is don't take any advice just listen yeah. to what you're you know women have been having babies forever yeah. and whatever feels great for you is gonna be different and yeah my experience is so much different than everyone's mm-hmm. and I think with my first it's the same thing with my children the first child yeah. I listened to everything and I got anxious and like why it wasn't this happening or yeah. this right? yeah and my second one I was like fuck it yeah like, can I swear yeah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I was just like you know I'm just gonna do this my way mm-hmm. And you know what, they're both great kids, you know, and I think lingua franca is just so much less stressful for me, because I don't have all of these like, voices around me. I'm not surrounding myself trying to make I'm just doing my thing. And yes, yeah, I think that um, we try and talk entrepreneurs into like, believing are like drinking some kool-aid yeah it's like just be you know and i do think vcs are a lot to blame i have to say oh my gosh i think that i do think that 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 venture capital is highly flawed yeah
1: and and the media industry that props it up is like as soon as you raise money there's press coverage around this and you've made it because you've raised 30 million dollars as as if that's the goal totally
2: i mean i have friends that you know have you know Yoga studios in Nebraska mm-hmm. that are probably making more money every year than giant companies that are funded here, and it's yeah, just like yeah. you know what, you are an amazing business. Yeah, like, yeah, totally rocket. Yeah, rock it. yeah. Um, and I think that it's a little bit unfortunate that we haven't. I mean, I think it's happening. I actually yeah. do because yeah, it I, is starting to change. Reading more about yeah. that, um but that's the biggest difference. Is mm-hmm. you know, I did fundraise with guest of a guest, mm-hmm. and I think that created a ton of unnecessary stress. Yeah. Like, why not just keep on keeping on? Like yeah. we're we're cool. We're we all like what we're doing. Why are we putting this pressure to become a, a multi million dollar site? Why yeah. can't we just do what we you know want? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Um, at some point now, like five years from now, I'll be yeah. like in, I don't know, fundraising mode. I have no but, idea. But I think that you're it, able to yeah. build the
0: business from a more authentic place and not build it driven by, you know, what a venture capital had to say after your venture capitalist had to say after you presented a deck or or to meet, you know, expectations for fundraising. It's huge. It's it's a huge difference.
2: Right. And I think also having. um all of the structure set up. So I yeah. already had little things like accountants. I knew things about payroll. I mean, mm-hmm. I think when you're 22, all of that sounds, you know, like really heavy and big yeah. and you just kind of, you know, have to figure all of it out when it's really just not that big of a deal. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It feels safe. more daunting yeah. than it, it is. Does. And you realize and you have
1: to just hire the right people or find the right people totally. to work with. Um, yeah.
2: Or even building a website. And you know, we've done things differently. We don't have a website yet. I was explaining to you earlier, yeah. like, I think another thing about our brand is, like, we're no front and all back, which is, like, <laughs> <laughs> like how I want to be and yeah. how I feel like most people are all front and no back. Yeah. I always yeah. say we have to be all back and no front. and so. We make it kind of difficult to figure out how to order and find us. And um, I think that's kind of part it's of evil the. Evil genius. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It, it wasn't necessarily it content, planned, yeah. but I feel like I've had to really fight my team um, about creating a website. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know, let's just try to do this without a yeah, website. Yeah, just being and a little and, elusive about it, getting yeah. people excited. And it makes, you know, our retailers are really happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm I'm sure. Sure. I'm sure.
1: No, it but, is so
0: funny because it really is contrary to everything. It's like, you have to be direct to consumer. You can't rely on right. wholesales. You have to have a website. And you're like, nah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I really like it. Everything is through email. It's the irreverence that is uh, communicated through your brand. It's good. I hope so. I mean, at some point we will probably have to have a website. That's okay. Um, But that's not selling out.
2: Okay. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I'm gonna run it by you first. (laughs) You're gonna look at it. You have another website. It would
1: just be like a second website. Well,
2: that's the irony. I feel like I have the team like ready, also in the same office, like ready to help. But I just keep. uh, I don't know. It's been over a year now. I like this. I like this. I keep resisting the website, and I I don't know why. Maybe it's because I had ten years of just dealing with mm-hmm. websites. I'm you're like, like, I need a, ma- a break need a from break. the websites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. But, um, um, this
1: was amazing. Thank this you so um, much. much I can't you're believe so we're, we're over.
2: I, feel I know. Like it went we by saw
0: like so like much to say. I know. You know.
1: And to make you feel extra warm and fuzzy, all the proceeds from the sale of our round five cashmere sweater go to Her Justice, an organization that stands with women living in poverty in NYC, many of whom are survivors of intimate partner violence. They recruit and mentor volunteer lawyers to provide those women with free legal help. And in 2017, 3,466 women living in poverty received legal aid thanks to Her Justice's work. You can find out more about all the amazing things they do at herjustice.org. Um, you've been listening to a few things. We That's are right. here every Monday. <laughs> you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher,
0: wherever. By the way, if you like our music, it was resp- if you like our music, it's by the Soulful Saints. Check them out. Check them out. If you want to advertise with us, email
1: us at advertising at ofakind.com. And if you have any ideas for topics, hit us up at a few things at ofakind.com. That's the show. Bye.
0: write in and ask about our theme song. It is called Butterfield East and it is composed and performed by the Soulful Saints. You
1: can check them out over at Dallarecords.com. That was a Headgum podcast.